Running your own business can be lonely, finding reliable professionals difficult, and generating new business challenging, but not when you have a business network. NewGen Networking provides its members with new and exciting business opportunities, with the chance to build lasting relationships with vetted businesses who can act as your sales team and solve the issue of who to turn to in your hour of need. With a range of flexible and affordable solutions, NewGen apply tried and tested principles in a modern way to suit today's world. To find the right option for your business, visit newgen-networking.com or call 033336680. NewGen Networking, new business, new contacts, a new generation of networking. You're listening to the New Gen Podcast exclusively on the Pod Station. Here is an interview with one of our members from the Einstein Hub. Without any further ado, a big welcome to Len Sedgwick from the Royal Society of the Blind and Partially Sighted. Hello, Len. Where are Hello. you? I've got about 25 people in front of me. Can't <laughs> <laughs> see you. Right. Um, right. So, how are you doing, Len? You okay? Yes. I'm fine, thanks, John. All doing. Good, good. All okay. Right. So, a little bit, um, being a little bit personal, really, straight from the off. I know we know each other anyway. So, just a little bit of background, if you don't mind. Could you just explain a little bit about yourself and? Okay. Background. Okay. Um, I was born in 1964. I was born in Liverpool and came over to Wirral when I was seven years old um, when my dad joined the police. So most of my childhood, my schooling and everything has taken, it's been over here. So uh, I know Wirral pretty well. Um, I've had a few changes over my life. I changed uh, direction when I was 27. I went back to university and I studied health and community studies and got a degree in that in, oh gosh, will it be 1995, 96? It's going back a while. And from there, I sort of I joined the Wirral Society. I've had quite a interesting uh, 20s and 30s. So favorite music i was a bit of a a rock person um between rock music and motorbikes i had a pretty good time there so yeah i'm that, sure you did of, yeah i did yeah <laughs> tell you one of the best things i did was i went down to the south of france to the Baldor motorbike race on a fire blade there you go <laughs> never again Never, ever, ever again. But anyway, that's me. I, I don't me. even know what one of those is. See, as I'm into all the sorts of scooters and all it's that. It's a great thing. big motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been at the charity, Lynn? Um, well, I've been there 23 years. This year, I'm in my 24th year, so quite some time. Quite some time. Um, How long's the charity been on the world? Well, the charity was started in 1989 and it was started by a group of visually impaired people because at that time there wasn't any facility on the world at all for people with sight loss 
Uh, they didn't have an actual base at that time. They used to meet in people's houses and um, church halls and places like that. And they took on Asheville Lodge in 1991. And I joined in 97 as development officer. So it's um, it was quite a small charity then. And it's been really good to be part of the growth and development of it. And Asheville Lodge is just in Birkenhead, isn't it? Birkenhead Park. It is. Yeah, we're right on the corner of Birkenhead Park. We're actually based, the, the postcode is within Birkenhead Park because I think the building was actually built in the grounds of the park yeah. all of those years ago. So we do have the same postcode. It's an, a nice little spot to be. We've got some nice grounds at the back, so... Nice. I know I've been a few times, just make everyone really welcome as well. So when we're allowed to, it's well worth the worth trip. Yeah, down. when we're allowed to go, yeah. For clients and, and sort of people who use the service, how, how do they aware, how are they aware of, of what Asheville do? How do you sort of get clients referred and things? Um, we've got quite a few referral routes. Um, one of our main ones is actually based at Arapark Hospital, where we have um, an employee down there it's known as an ECLO, which is an eye clinical liaison officer. That is actually funded by NHS Trust and that lady, Helen, she sees people at the point of diagnosis and she also sees them when they've got appointments at the eye clinic. And sometimes it's one of the most difficult times that a person has got. So we've got somebody in place there to direct um, them down to our services, which it's beyond the medical intervention. Once that intervention is finished, then that service can be um, direct people to us where we pick up then on the social and emotional support that people need and the practical as well. We also work very um, closely with the local rehabilitation team, social services, and also the GPs and opticians around the world. We've got quite a lot of strong connections with them and other charities because visual impairment can often come with other difficulties as well. So we've got quite a web of referral routes going on there. And I know you've got a lot that you sort of do for um, the members of the society, but what sort of services, just a, a few of the services that you, that you offer particularly? Well, the services, they cover what we would say the practical, the social and the emotional um, services that people, the support that people need at that time. We have an advocacy service which will deal with financial difficulties, uh, benefit entitlement. So quite often people are not aware of what they're entitled to following the diagnosis and registration. Also, any other difficulties that people might be having, um, the advocate will pick up and help through any personal difficulties. Uh, we also, on the other side of it, we have arts and crafts which is really and certainly now during this time the creative services that we we offer have been so so well used and people are picking up on that and we also have the low vision support where we train people in low vision equipment and the practical side of that and befriending and social groups unfortunately during this time um Certainly when we went back to Asheville Lodge, we couldn't bring those back, but we've managed to get those together online with WhatsApp groups and Zoom meetings and telephone calls. So we, we offer everything from social, practical, emotional support. We have a new service now, which is counselling, which at the moment is very well used. So that came in in September. Brilliant. So there's plenty, certainly plenty there going on, isn't there? Um, yes. 
I know you. I know you've had a loads of success stories as well. But is there just one or two? Maybe you could just. Well, um, I think we have had a lot. Um, one of them is um, Keith came to us 14 years ago. He'd been working in Remploy and got made redundant. And he came as a client because he's, he's visually impaired and didn't think there was anything he could do. He showed great potential in IT. So we put him through IT training in partnership with Wirral Met. Um, I'll cut a long story quite short, but he got all his qualifications. He worked for us voluntary. We saw how good he was with the clients because he had that personal experience of being visually impaired and learning IT. So we got, went through his teacher training and he's now our IT tutor. And he actually said, I mean, I think his words, it's the best job he's ever had. Mm -hmm. And we supported him to do that. Uh, Paul Regan, totally blind. The only thing he wanted to do was to do DJing, um, learn music, learn to play an instrument. He got through the support that we gave him and we brought other support in as well. And Keith also helped Paul an awful lot. He got a slot on a radio show radio show and he learned to play the keyboards Brilliant. and we produced a song yeah. not that long ago and Paul was heading the keyboard section on that so the, there are two mm. success stories there's a lot but there are two main ones that you know really stand out how do you think that new gen and local businesses businesses on the world particularly how do you think they can help you Certainly helping us to raise awareness. I mean, the networking as a charity, we have found so, so helpful. And you know, the, the networks that we've been involved with have been very supportive in raising awareness of what we do for two reasons. First of all, people need us. We need to make sure we're out there so people know what services we provide and how they can access them. And also we're looking at other ways in the, in the future of um, fundraising, gaining support, building partnerships really as well. Partnerships are a really, really big part of our future developments. Um, we, we've had support from people like um, is it, uh, banks, building societies, places like that that you know, contacts I've made through networking and I think new gen could certainly help us go forward with that. Are there any specific, I know you touched on a couple there, but are there any specific companies or names of people that we might be able to help get you in front of? Anyone yeah, the, there's, um, I have been trying uh, to find somebody in uh, Levers because I know that they do support charities. I haven't actually got a name because it's such a big organisation. There's lots of different departments and I don't really know exactly which one to go to, but Levers would be brilliant. Um, places like that. Also, um, financial organisations that might be able to join with us. So not even sort of um, financial help, but physical help as well we've got a lot of work that we might need to do down at Ashville Lodge certainly when we go back decorating sorting things out repairs things like that so yeah. builders we, we really need builders at the moment so anything yeah. like that would be really really helpful to us okay. I, know you, I know you've mentioned to me as well you're in the middle of uh, trying to fit a new kitchen aren't you I know you touch on the builders yes. there so talked about yes. people who can maybe sponsor and yeah, like yeah, certainly. 
projects like that, so the capital projects, um, we, we certainly, the, the kitchen is in real need of refurbishing and um, we had the roof fixed today, we've had a few leaks going on there, so the, there's quite a few things down in Asheville that we'll need to, to look at and perhaps modify and repair and change. Okay, that's great. Thanks very much for that. Has anyone, and maybe just a couple of questions, has anyone got anything they want to ask or any thoughts or feedback from anyone else here today? Kate? Lynn, are you still doing the Angels and um, local businesses? Yes. Actually, yes, we are. That's something I'd, I should have touched on before. We are doing the Asheville Angels. The Asheville Angels is a scheme where um, businesses can uh, take, it's like a charity of the year scheme and you can donate donate each month to the charity to specific projects and in the thanks for that we will give recognition to businesses on our website and we do have set packages that we've been working on before the lockdown period that we cannot actually offer businesses back in recognition to the support that they give us so we're hoping to revisit that as soon as we can I will say, Lane, I've been down a few years, even through a few times this last year, even through lockdown to come and visit you and support you. And the work that you do down there is absolutely amazing. Thank it's you. unbelievable. The challenges that you've hit this year and you've still worked your way through it. It's been absolutely fantastic. So well Thank done. you. Thank you very much. And again, I have to say it's with the support from groups like yourselves, no backing us up, being there for us, knowing that you're there. It all helps. It really, really does. I can't stress that enough. It really does. So, you know, thank you. Thank you yeah, very I'll, much. I'll, Lynn, I'll just say, uh, I know we haven't been able to do it this year, but we do obviously have the charity ball. Yeah. And the only, only reason man promoting because me and John get a chance to get on the stage again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see Anton Deck, old Anton Deck, <laughs> me and John. Yeah. Have you noticed well, it's we... been cancelled this year? Yeah, <laughs> well, we did it last year, yeah. This year, we are hoping, we are hoping to be able to do that in November. I think it might be one of the only ones we, we've lost, obviously, you know, we, we've lost a lot through not being able to, we do a lot of fundraising events that you've all supported that we've not been able to do. But we're hoping in November to be able to do that charity ball. So we have got a provisional date booked. I think it's the 6th of November. So fingers crossed. Where's, where's might, that at It's at Thornton Hall. If you would like to visit one of our online or face-to-face -face hubs, visit newgen-networking.com and book a place. Get social at Network New Gen on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn.